It's time for the Big Citrix Show. Kelly. Hey, 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 what's cracking? Welcome back to another episode of the Big Citrix Show. I am Big Citrix and... Hi. No, I'm high. <laughs> Phil Medina, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I am still um, trying to recuperate. I um, From Thanksgiving? <laughs> why has it got to be Thanksgiving, bro? I don't know. I just assume. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving? Speaking of Thanksgiving. Bro. It was cool, bro. I, um, I went to my friend's house, Hungry Man. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> isn't that a TV dinner? No, yeah, that is. Uh, had a TV dinner this year. Uh, COVID, bro. COVID. What are you gonna do? You know. Uh, my family all lives in. Uh, in no, actually, I went to. Uh, had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, went all the way to Reno, Woo. Nevada. I just me, my parents, and one of my dad's friends. Uh, he had a, a very big event. Uh, but it was all COVID safe, you know, and we yeah, all had yeah. to get COVID tests before we went. We had to give him the fucking paper. Even the turkey got a COVID test? The turkey, what? but it was weird how they tested that motherfucker, dude. <laughs> yeah, it went through the back. <laughs> I don't know if a turkey makes yeah, that noise, that but... Was, that wasn't a thermometer, right? No, bro. And the shitty part was the turkey was a guy dressed as a turkey, bro. <laughs> so we did that for Thanksgiving this year. Uh, went to my dad's friend's house. Nice. And uh, I'm doing some some work for that guy as a stand-up. Um, yeah, he's paying me a lot of money hey. to go out there and uh, do, do a show for him and his, uh, his old uh, crotchety old bastards. So, so it's like a, a private show? It's a private show. Nice. I got it's, it's, You know how like when you go to the strip club in the champagne room? I don't know. I've never been to a strip club. You hear that silence right now? That was that was me saying bullshit. Okay, maybe one time. Uh, but no, I was, I was there to play pool. Not I was just, pocket pool, but just regular pool. I went there one time for the for the strip club buffet. Uh, and all, it was, all you can eat, all international buffet. <laughs> it is disgusting, sir. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's just gonna be a private show. He's taking nice. care. Of, he's taking care of that. Flying me out, flying me back. I sound like I sound like like Russian prostitute. <laughs> I'm coming out to be whore. <laughs> Next thing you're gonna put your uh, your your Venmo up, uh, up on your page, right? On your my OF, bro. <laughs> my OF out there, bro. Follow me, boys. Yeah, Comic Doug, film Medina. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. So, it's, and speaking of Thanksgiving and turkey, have you ever tried a fried turkey, bro? Like in the man, fryer? I have tried everything fried. I tried <laughs> a fucking fried slim fast shake <laughs> once, bro. <laughs> You're like, what kind of question is that? Don't yeah, what are you asking me? That'd be like asking me, hey, bro, have you ever been outside in front of the sunlight? Yes, motherfucker, I have. And I've also had a fried. You have not lived until you have eaten a fried gummy worm, bro. No way. No way is right, bro. Really? You, yeah, it fucking burns the shit out of your Damn. tongue, dude. It is not meant to be fried. Yeah. But it's, dude, fried shit for some reason. I'm trying to be the picture of health. And it's <laughs> how, how, how's that working out for you? <laughs> uh, working out? <laughs> That's the thing. It's not. You ever had a fried turkey? Yeah. Have you? Hell yeah. You know it's so funny, bro. It's like we're like 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 guys that are in the locker room right now with their fucking abs and everything. They're over here talking about yeah, dude. You ever been with a blonde chick before? And here we are. You ever been at a fucking fried Twinkie? <laughs> Fried Oreos. Oh <laughs> shit, bro! Oh. 
<laughs> well, I just finished. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Show's over. Show's over. I can't. I can't come twice. <laughs> I'm 41. Maybe yeah. one and a half. Yeah, just like then you fake the second one. Like you're like, ah, all right, time for Sports Center. <laughs> Oh man, that's wild, dog. But yeah, hey, you, know, hey, you gotta love Thanksgiving, though, man. It's it's a it's a time to be around family exactly. that you don't like. And <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid, bro. It's a stupid holiday. Yeah, that's the day that we took everything away from the indigenous right. people. Listen, check out this fr- Check out this turkey. Right. And while we're at it, take that blanket. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Well, you know that's the thing, though. You know, uh, everybody celebrates Thanksgiving for different reasons. Mainly, hey, Thanksgiving. I don't celebrate the whole thing of you know, the whole Columbus thing and. Right, and having dinner with the Indian, you know, all this crazy shit, you know that that they they they've taught us over the years. Right, you know what I'm saying? I just love eating food. That's it. Yeah, no, you I'm, know, I'm and, with and, you. And, and hanging out, you know, hanging out with some people I haven't seen in a while. That's basically my thing. What's your Thanksgiving consist of? Like food wise, eating. I know that part. One time, you know, uh, man, let me tell you a little quick little story. One time when yeah. I was like 10 years old, uh-huh. we used to go out to Northridge, California. Uh, I had an aunt that lived out there, so we used to go out there for every Thanksgiving mm-hmm. when I was, you know, around 10, 11 years old. And uh, they used to make the best pumpkin pies, homemade pumpkin pies. Mm. Yeah, so they used, to put out like, they used to put out like four of those at, in the night. Right. Leave them up on the on the counter to cool down. Yeah. And I used to get up like in the middle of the night, dog, and I used to just go in and, and, and I used to just scarf them down. Like, well, not all of them. Oh, fuck, but, dude. Yeah, but the next morning, I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I was hurting, man. Diarrhea for days. They're, they're looking around like who stole the who stole the pumpkin pie, you know? oh. but it was you know what I'm saying it was it, it it was good but it was just nice and it was too warm I wasn't supposed to eat it like that. No, you weren't supposed to eat the whole fucking pie. That was the problem. That was the problem. Yeah. You gotta wait on stuff like that, big yeah. guy. No, because but, <laughs> but, hey, when you when you eating pumpkin pie like that, man, that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm a sucker for pies. Are you? <laughs> yeah, not, I know. Not cream pies. Hair pies. Ah, uh, so <laughs> what? What? What is your favorite pie? Is pumpkin pie your favorite pie? Cheesecake. But, you like cheesecake? But I love I love uh, pumpkin pie. But pumpkin pie cheesecake is is my all time. Have you? And of course, you know strawberry cheesecake. Have you ever had deep fried cheesecake? I never had it, man. But I've heard about it. It's fucking good, bro. Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll grab you by the boob. I know right? you know how to cook. Do you know how to bake? I do know how to bake too. Yeah, I'm a fucking. I told you, bro. I hey, should have been born my grandma. Next Thanksgiving, <laughs> we're going to Phil's. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I can't leave any pumpkin pies out there cool, bro. You'll be shitting all over the place. Yeah, right. you, you come downstairs, and all the pies are gone. <laughs> now to fu- I know too. I call you out too. I would wait till Thanksgiving during the prayer, and I'd be like, "Our Father, thank you so much for this food we gave, except for the fucking pies at Citricate." <laughs> <laughs> and you just sitting there like with that smile on your face. <laughs> All guilty as shit. Yeah, bro, that one right there. Like, and we know it was you because you're sweating. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, but no, I, I learned my lesson with that one though. It's like yeah. don't eat warm pie. Well, no, uh, it depends well, what kind of pie you're talking about. Yeah, if you're talking about, I mean, it just it does depend. Yeah, so kids out there, what he's trying to tell you is, <laughs> kids out there, <laughs> dude, this uh, Thanksgiving was cool. Uh, Black Friday, I went and I got Chingo Bling's uh, album. Nice. Yeah, bro, nice. I got it, yeah. and it was uh, it's it's uh, it's awesome. You guys will love it. Make yep. sure you go get that. That was that was a great interview we did. Yeah, no, that was that was great, man. Uh, the dude was cool as fuck, man. And uh, I've only met him one time. One, he was performing at the Laugh Factory in. Uh, in Long Beach, uh, uh, Martin Moreno was hosting, mm-hmm. 
and I got to meet him real quick. But um, yeah, man, cool, cool ass dude, man, really humble, and and uh, you don't forget where he comes from man, at the end of the day, man. And so you know. Yeah, man, yeah, I feel know, I feel him on him. that though, because yeah. I'm from a small town in 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 Madera, and I'm like, fuck all those people. No, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> oh shit, we're recording. I actually never forgot about you guys. All right, <laughs> forget what I. What are you gonna cancel me? <laughs> well, goes back all the time. Right? Well, well, not all the time, but yeah. <laughs> no. Nah, but here's the thing, bro. I went. Okay, we did a really big show out there a couple years ago, and dude, there were some people at the bar like, hey, that's that motherfucker who's a who's a comedian. And sh- he does comedian and shit, eh? <laughs> Yo, they were gonna jump me, Narciso, a couple other guys. Yeah, yeah but we had we had uh, uh, Eloy, the silver tongue paisa, with us. <laughs> and bro, he was not, dude. He 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 carries heat, bro. Uh, it's in his peepee, but he carries but it. He carries and it, like, yeah. yeah, he'll he'll use it as a <laughs> he uses it as a club, bro, like a billy club. He swings it around like, <laughs> and they all left, bro. <laughs> He was trying to rope him? Or? Yeah, bro. He's like, come on, boys. Let's wrestle. <laughs> oh, man. All bad. Don't you? But Thanksgiving <laughs> is a good time of year. It it, it kicks off the uh, holiday season. Yep. Uh, Christmas is actually my favorite time. That's all I was year. about to say now. So are you ready for Christmas? Bro, I'm, I have two nieces, and they're, they're, one's a preteen, one's a full-blown motherfucking teen, and I hate to use that word on her, but god damn, dude, she is, she's so smart, she's too smart for her own good. Damn. She's, she's that kind of, um, she's, she told me something one time, and you know, I don't like, I don't like being embarrassed, and I don't like being disrespected. <laughs> Those two things. She says, I have a trapophobia or something like that. Or somebody, something about trapophobia. Uh-huh. I go, what are you afraid to be trapped in? And she looked at me like, you dumb son of a bitch. And she just started <laughs> laughing so hard. Apparently, that's that's a, a phobia of like little holes or little circles or something. And I'm like, how the oh, man. fuck would I know that? <laughs> you know what I know? You know what I know? I have a house. You, you don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this your niece that's, that's always doing comedy? No, this is the 17-year-old. <laughs> this is the 17-year-old <laughs> that is just, she's so smart. She's a black belt in karate. So that's one. Okay. Oh, man. I got to watch my P's and <laughs> yeah, Q's with that one, that. dude. <laughs> but they're like my whole life. I love those kids. Yeah. And, and so Christmas has become more and more expensive. And yeah. I don't want to spend. Dude, they're getting iPhones this year. They're getting dude. brand new iPhones this year. Yeah, because, you know, apparently if you give them some Hot Wheels, they don't want that. No, dude, they look at me like, what are you, stupid? Like, I don't yeah, want this. Even a, a video game, they go, where's the console, motherfucker? Yeah, dude, I, don't, I can't play this. They throw, ah, shit, right in my forehead. Like, are you going to give me a video game? Give me the console with it. Well, I, I took uh, I took the kids, and I, I, I have an old school Nintendo. Uh-huh. And we were playing Mario Brothers, the first one. They looked at me like, this is the... Dumbest thing we've ever played in our life. What do you mean he can only go back and forth? He can't go like it's not. What? Where's the 3D in this? And I'm like, oh, there, there isn't. She goes, man, you guys were really stupid back in your day. I'm like, God, why are you so mean? You're just mean people, mean people. Dude, now, now oh, you, man. you have, you have a son who's yeah. running the he's board running right the now. Running the board over here. Are you okay. Nugs, Eric. He, he's 11, and uh, <laughs> no, no, he's he's a grown man now. But when he was a little kid. Was it was it hard to shop for him? Uh, nah, you know what? Not really, because I I, I kind of you know already knew what he loved, you know, right? Video, right. Which was video games, so it was easy. Either I got him a console, I got him the the, or he had the console, I got him the video games, or I would get him like the, back then they had like the PS, the I think it was the PSP or yeah, or 
Yeah, I got. I remember I got, one time I got him a PSP. wasn't even out. Yeah, it wasn't even out here. One of my friends that I have a connection with out there in Japan was able to get it, get it to me. And the problem was that out here we couldn't get the games. Ah. <laughs> so you were that kid that got everything that he wanted. You're like, what's yeah. up? I got that PSP he, before yeah, it's he, even hot in the streets, son. Yeah, he was a spoiled cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotcha. And his mom, too. You know, his mom always got him, you know, whatever he wanted. Because, you know, he was our only son, really. Right, know? right, right. You know, he's got two other sisters, but from, you know, from his uh, his mom's second marriage. Right. But uh, other than that, I mean, he, he, yeah, he, he got everything he wanted, pretty much. That's so tight, dude. You know yeah. what I got for Christmas one year? A punch in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> but duh. Yeah, I'm so proud of you, bro, and your PSP. <laughs> I'm all jealous. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Did that it hurt? Is... <laughs> yeah, dude. My dad was drunk. It was like somebody came and ate the fucking pumpkin pies. It was just. <laughs> it wasn't me, <laughs> Thanks, man. Everybody, everybody looking at me. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even know you yet. I bet it was citric. <laughs> Oh man! No, but the kids are different nowadays, dude. And they try yeah. to give you some advice on some advice bullshit. I'm like, look, dude, if you were born when George Bush or Barack Obama was president, I'm not listening to your fucking advice, okay? <laughs> that ain't happening. And if you sit here again and you try to tell me Mac Miller is the greatest rapper of all time, <laughs> you are full of shit. <laughs> Hey, you just hurt Eric's feelings. <laughs> That's one of his favorite rappers. Oh, really? I, I, he he was dope. I wouldn't say he's the greatest uh, rapper of all time, but he he was dope. He had flow, you know. Yeah, and and especially you know what I what I'm thinking I liked about Mac Miller was his delivery, obviously. But in the in the era of hip hop, the way it right. was with all the trash, he was coming with some good shit. Okay, some real flows, real topics, you know. So. But he wasn't the greatest rapper of all time. No, yeah, they think that. And I told her, I go, I don't know. What's his name? Mac Miller Outpost? I don't know who (laughs) this guy is. And no, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't Tupac. He wasn't Biggie. He wasn't a Cube or he wasn't uh, And watch, I'm going to get a lot of shit. Oh, Because today we're going to be interviewing David Fernandez Jr. David Fernandez Jr. He is in the new uh, new, uh, Netflix show, Salina. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about that, man. Yeah, and I'm going to get a lot of people fired up about (laughs) it. that so they're already gonna hate me because i think mac miller's outpost is not is not the greatest rapper they're not gonna like me on what i actually thought of the real singer selena however the movie was good and i really anticipate the netflix show will be absolutely amazing yeah no i can't i can't wait for it too you know i can't i want to see what they do you know obviously the movie told the story a certain way the series obviously is going to get into more detail right so I'm, i'm looking forward to that and and i know dave is going to do great because I mean, I've seen him on End of Watch. On, I think he was on uh, Weeds. Remember the show Weeds? Dude, he was on the show Weeds. Yeah, so he, he's, 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 he's a great actor, man. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing his uh, series. End of Watch was such a good movie. That was a good movie. That, were my, yeah. that was a modern-day colors. Yeah, exactly. A modern-day colors. You, know, you, you couldn't Yeah, I, I was trying to do it. I was trying to pinpoint that movie like... What does it remind me of? And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Colors, new, new colors. It's a new colors. where. Yeah. Uh, but how the hell... Does Ethan Hawke get in two goddamn movies that he played the same character? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I, I, well, I, I think at the end of the day, the director is in it and the writer, David, David right. Ayer. Well, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, like, like uh, Noel G. Right, right, right. You know, they always get the Hector. Yeah. But it's the same uh, director and writer. And so so I, I don't know if it's something they do on purpose or they just. I, I don't or know. Or it's just, you know, kind of everything ties in. But Because Training Day was such a good movie. That was a hell of a good movie. Uh, that I was didn't like that year, too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the series, though. 
I saw the series. I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I never saw the series. It was flipped around. The Ethan Hawke character was now he was the senior cop. Oh, it shoot. got canceled after one season, I think. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Well, I just said it, so I'm <laughs> sure it's quoted now for sure. Quote him. Quote him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Quote this motherfucker. Let's get him out of here already. Phil Medina said. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm I'm super excited to talk to David about that Selena project yeah. because I remember the Selena movie. It was really good. Yeah, I really liked it. I didn't like it as much as La Bamba. Cause that's a badass movie. Yeah, that was that was a good movie too. Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips did an incredible. Oh, job dude, and, and I know he had been acting before, but yeah. they said introducing Lou Diamond Phillips. That was a seasoned actor they yeah, had in there. Yeah, exactly, man. Cause yeah, he had already did uh, Stand and Deliver by that time. No, I think Stand and Deliver had came after. It, it came after. I think it was filmed first. Okay, I think so. Uh, but dude, Isai Morales though, bro. Yeah, yeah. What's there to say? <laughs> it's not my first. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see yep. my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> he did a hell of a job. Too, hey, man. Yes, he was good, man. That art contest, I won it. Five hundred dollars in prizes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what, so. We should we should break. Um. Yeah, you know, I heard somebody say lunch. You know, and I'm always down for lunch. <laughs> oh, they said break. I thought the chair. I was like, ah, get la chinga. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> All right, so, you know, right now, instead of the break, I think we should just get straight into these. Oh, yeah, here, right? let's get into it. Yeah, we got my boy right here, David Fernandez. <laughs> Dope-ass actor. What's up? What's up, though, what man? That's the homie right here, man. I can't, you know, oh. we were just talking about you, man, and you got you got this uh, series coming out, with the, the Selena series. We're really looking forward to seeing that, man. We are talking about End of Watch, and, uh, you know, yeah. it was your character Spooky, right, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, spooky, bro. Yeah, so before we get to the series, you know, like, hey, how, how you been, bro? And talk about, you know, what's been going on, man, during this pandemic. First of all, I got to say, man, I'm just happy to be here with you guys, man. It's good to see you guys. It's been hey, a long time. It's good to see you, bro. Yeah, man, it's been yeah, a minute, man. Yeah, you know man. what? Yeah, bro, I, I'm just, man, for me, to answer your question, brother, it's been a freaking roller coaster, bro. You know, all the way from, like, panic attacks, anxiety, to, like, man. finally, like, working through it and finally getting to that place of understanding yeah. and surrender and uh, the rainbow's here, brother. I mean, I'm just happy that I was able to push through uh, the, the, the craziest two months of my life, bro, for real. No, I can imagine, But bro. I'm here. I'm here, baby. That's good, man. You know, you know, God has you here for a reason, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're still doing your thing, man. And, 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 you're, and you're blessing a lot of people too, man. You Thank know? you, my brother. I appreciate that, man. I'm just glad uh, that you know I got I got homies like you guys in the business, man. You guys understand the struggle, the grind. Yeah. And I'm just glad we're here doing our thing, doing our you know putting our our part, doing our part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No real talk, bro. And and also you got an a, an app, right? You've been working on the app for a couple of years now, or in your life. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I launched an app called Earn Your Life. Earn Your Life is kind of like what what I want to leave behind to the world, you know what I'm saying? And all it means, I mean, it gets real deep, but all it means is just to be the best person you can be. That's right. To continue looking inside yourself and trying to do the very best to grow, evolve, whatever, and uh, in, in return, give back, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's one of the secrets to life is, is giving back, uh, you know? And so, so yeah, brother, that's, that's what I'm doing. It's all positive videos, positive quotes. Uh, I wanted to, you know, kind of provide a platform for people to be able to go to and, uh, Remember, 
you know, remember who they are in a good way and just uh, support them when it came to this whole COVID pandemic piece, you know? Yeah, real time. That's funny because I actually use your app every day. Uh, the videos, uh, the, 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 the positive, the positive, uh, dude, in this era that we live in right now, it's kind of funny because everybody's like, oh, we want change or we want to make America great again. And my whole thing is like this, do me a favor, download this app. And if you want to make change and you want to make America great again, do it with the person in the mirror first. Uh-huh. It starts within you. If you do that yeah. first, you're going to find Absolutely. Everything in your life will be just a little bit better. Yeah. I love your app. You and I talked about this app. Uh, you you just asked me. You're like, hey, please download this. See what you think. And I, dude, I love it. It's one of yeah. my favorite things to look. I look forward to it every day. Uh, thank you, my brother. You know, I, I really appreciate your words. And and uh, yeah, man. You know what? It, it it I see it every day too. I think that it's all about developing new rituals, right? New habits and patterns to to move you towards the direction of like happiness, joy, inner peace, following your dreams, creating your own reality, whatever, whatever, whatever. And uh, if we do, whatever we focus on is right there on the home page of the app, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever we put our attention to, that's where the energy flows. And so if we're focused on positivity, love, abundance, we will manifest that. It's all inner work. It's all internal. It comes from the in to the out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that saying. Like, if you can think yeah. it, you can hold it. And that is something that, that if you manifest and you stay positive and you do the things that, yeah. that you really want in your life, you can obtain it. You can. No, it's real tough. They were laughing. It's so funny because they were laughing at Donald Trump for believing that way of thinking. He's a positive thinking right. person. He's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with him or, his, or what he had said and done, but here's the thing. He manifested to become president. No, of the and he did it, dude. It's yeah. like... This works. <laughs> oh, it really does. Absolutely. He believed it. He believed in himself and he believed it wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, man. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If you believe something inside yeah. your heart and you put your energy into it, it will manifest eventually. Yeah, no, up. real talk. The, 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 yeah. Mind, the mind is a very powerful tool. And a lot of people don't understand that. So if you manifest negativity, Absolutely. negativity happens. But if you right. if you start manifesting positive, positive stuff, and then and you believe it in your heart, you know it's gonna happen. So you know, hey, we appreciate you, man, for that app, man, and bringing Absolutely, all bringing all that positivity into the world, bro. So, so I have to. I, I want to ask him this question now. You hear Thank about? You so much, bro. Oh, absolutely, you, man. This dude, you're you're on something. You you you're definitely onto something with this. Yep. And it's so funny because people in the industry, we definitely use positive thinking, uh, positive quotes, manifestation to get to the levels we want to be at. And it's yep. so funny because I have friends, just like you do, and I'm sure you do too, that aren't in the business that think you are fucking crazy. You are absolutely crazy. <laughs> and it's like, no. People don't understand, though. When they don't when get they're, it. When they're not in the business, they don't understand it. Yeah, how it works. How it works, exactly. So so you read, you see that yeah. that, that Netflix well, is good. The, the cool- Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, like, piggybacking on what you guys are saying, on what you're both saying, is that, like, we're the dreamers, brother. We're the, we're the dreamers. Yeah. We're the that are out there we're the ones even as actors right we have you know facing our emotions and getting to know ourselves to be able to bring out and be honest and authentic with these characters that we're trying to uh you know uh to, to create right or exactly. build. so i think that 
you know, for the people that aren't in the industry, first of all, ever since birth, we're not taught this shit, man. Excuse my language. We're not taught this. Like, we're not taught to, like, believe in ourselves, to, to really nurture ourselves and water ourselves, look inside, look in the mirror. We're not taught that. Uh, different. And any time that we're introduced to different or the unknown, our mind's going to automatically reject it mm-hmm. because it likes to stay inside the comfort zone. You yeah. like to stay with what it knows. And it's doing what it's supposed to do. That's what the mind is built for, yeah. to, to look at all the possible threats and negative situations, and it will continue to do that unless you really try, you really go into the emotional mind, the subconscious mind, and you pro- reprogram that. And, and to be able to develop those new habits and patterns and ultimately that new paradigm that will be in alignment with creating the life of your dream. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and that's why they call it the secret. Yep. That's exactly Absolutely. why they call it the secret. Yep. There's, yeah, there's a book, right? Yeah, I actually, <laughs> believe it or not, I actually bought you the book. That's right. And I was going to give it to you for Christmas. Thanks for fucking it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, hey, bro. So, I love that. I love that. So, love let's, that. Talk, let's talk about this uh, new series. It's, it's going to be on Netflix, right? The Selena? So, yeah, you, what, yeah. talk about I'm your role. Excited. It drops December 4th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I play the role of David Kramer. He's a, he was a personal bodyguard of Selena. Nice. And the cool thing about him, man, I got a chance to actually meet the real David Kramer, talk to him. The oh, first cool. day we were on the on the phone for like literally five hours. Oh, wow. I just reminded him. I, I kind of brought him back with the questions that I asked to, to the time that he spent with Selena. He really cared for her like it was his own daughter. Yeah. And he was very loyal to the family. A lot of people don't know this. And that's what I love about the new uh, Selena series is that it's going to dive in deeper into her story. But David Kramer, when she passed away, uh, David Kramer is the one that took over her boutique for three years. Oh, wow. And so a lot of people don't know that, but David Kramer was really involved in her life. You know, he, he, he was right there taking care of her when they were on tour. And so uh, beautiful soul, giving person. I'm so glad that I get to honor him in the series. Uh, and yeah, so it drops a month from now, December 4th. Uh, go check out Netflix. Go check out the series. I think you guys are not going to be disappointed at all. It's, it's an amazing uh, part of continuing her legacy, introducing her legacy to a new generation, yeah. and also just, just uh, you know, just man, I'm just so I'm just I feel so blessed to be a part, a, a small part of of the storytelling of her life. You know yeah, what I mean? No, so, that's 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 dope, man. I mean, shit. You know, it's like you. it's uh, congratulations on that. First of all, man. You know and. Thank you. So you know, I mean, we love the movies. Uh, you know, we from back in the days. You know, we thought it was, it was, you know, it was dope. Yeah. And now to see, get to see the series and see how it develops, because obviously it's going to give them into more detail right. of the story of her life. So it's going to be interesting for a lot of people. Man. Yeah, she had a lot of fans around the world. Yeah, it's coming up, man. I'm yeah. excited. I'm like a little kid. I can't wait. Oh no, no I, I can, I can, wait. I can imagine, bro. Congratulations on that, man. You know, the funny thing about about Selena was that. Um, her passing um, actually made a who's now like a Hollywood elite um, apologize. Do you know anything about this? No, no. Talk to me about that. Okay, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So right what now. happened was the day she died, um, she wasn't a big star in the U.S. As actually in the U.S. when she passed away, she's virtually unknown to mainstream America. And so the Howard Stern show got a hold of the story and completely made fun of the story. Uh, they made, they were playing her music with gunshots behind it. They were just just shitting wow. all over her passing. Um, within a wow. day, maybe less than 24 hours, 
markets where Stern was at, uh, California, Texas, some yeah, parts of New York, Texas. yeah, <laughs> were pulling out the the uh, Howard would charge a million dollars a year for his show on top of ad revenue. So ad revenue was being pulled out. They were canceling the show. He was losing millions wow. and millions of dollars. And she, her, uh, her story is the only story to ever make Stern go on the air and apologize. That was wild. And he did wow. it in Spanish. He spoke That's Spanish. Powerful, bro. <laughs> yeah. Stern, he, he, he pushes the envelope every day. Yeah, yeah. he really so He never apologized. Yeah, it's rare that he apologized. And he and he did it in Spanish. He did it in Spanish. He apologized in Spanish to her fans. Out, <laughs> he apologized for being insensitive. He was po- apologizing for her loss. He never should have made fun. That wasn't his intention. It was a really. It was a big moment in in the in the mixing of the two worlds yeah. of the of the Stern fan and the and the Tijano music fans. That listen to Stern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so deep, brother. Hey, I learned something new today. That's, I did not know that story. That's so wild. That's wild, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to text you the links. I'll text you the yeah. YouTube links because we, we, they're, they're yeah. just they're wild to look at. All right, cool. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hey, uh, David, I was going to ask you just so have you had, <laughs> cool. ha, have you had a chance to meet uh, the rest of uh, Selena's family or, or, or just the bodyguard that you're playing? to meet them uh, when I was on set. So, yeah, no, unfortunately I didn't. I was hoping to, to meet them at the premiere, but yeah. darn COVID, man, is kicking our butts yeah, all over the place. Man, so yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, but... Yeah, but, nah. uh, but, yeah, you know, hey, like I said, man, I'm just really, I'm just really, uh, I just feel really blessed to, like, experience what I experienced on set. To, to You know, I had worked with some of the cast members already, like Gabo Chavaria on yeah. Riders, and uh, so it was good to do a little mini reunion with a couple of them. Him and then, uh, you know, get you know, get to meet Chris Serrato and you know, uh, uh, uh Richard Tavaria as well. Like it, it was really, really, really cool, man. It, the whole cast was like a family. Like they welcomed yeah. me in. It was. It reminded me of like one of my favorite experiences with Sons of Anarchy of Selena. Um, it's beautiful, man. I just love the experience. Yeah, it was awesome. That's good, man. That's good, bro. Yeah, like I said, once again, congratulations, man. <laughs> now, now you talked yeah. about how you Thank prepared you. for Thank that you. role to 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 play uh, her bodyguard. How did you prepare for the other roles that you do, like with with End of Watch or Lowriders? What what? How do you, do you immerse yourself into the culture? Like, what do you do? What did you do to become spooky? I threw a little a little accent on there too, just so it just. <laughs> A spooky, a spooky homie. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. I, I love that. I love that question. I always love it, it diving into like building characters and stuff. So uh, for me, I've, I, I feel like everything that I've gone through has been for a reason, right? That's just my own philosophy, right? Yeah. And what I mean by that is this: is uh, I've been to the darkness, my brothers. Like, I, you know, I, I grew up alcoholism. My dad beating up on my mom, beating up on me. Like, it was just really fucked up, you know. And, uh, so I understand, uh, I, I, I learned how to disconnect, you know, my dad we used to punch me in the head, call me a stupid idiot, you know, growing up Damn. and I learned to disconnect so I wouldn't feel the pain. You know, it was kind of like I was in survival, like human behavior. Right. Yeah. So that switch in me, uh, I'm able to use, um, like truly use in these characters that I do play a lot of dark layer characters. Right. Mm. 
I had to just just think about it for a moment. For what type of a uh, what type of level and disconnection and, and desensitization, right? Do you have to be in? What kind of reality do you have to be in to be like literally like punching a woman first of all and a cop punching her in her face trying to kill her? Like what what kind of like um, mindset? You know what I'm saying? Or disconnection? Do you have to be for another human being to hurt another human being in that way, right? Yeah. So I understand that disconnection because of how I grew up. So I'm able to tap into those experiences and go into that darkness and disconnection for myself to be able to do what I do. Because if you really knew me, you guys are going to laugh at this. I'm like walking up a hike. I can't even step on an ant. Like I'm just so connected to Mother Earth, Mother yeah. Nature. Like I don't want to hurt nothing. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, that's me. I'm keeping it real. And so for me to be able to play those characters, I, I can't, I can't be me. I have to disconnect and completely dive in to the reality of that level of humanity. And so that's how I'm able to do what I do. And then also, for example, on Sons of Anarchy, my sister gets shot in front of me. I have a sister. I truly, truly saw my sister's face when she gets shot in Sons of Anarchy. Those tears were real tears. Yeah. I felt like I lost my sister in that moment when she got shot in the head. Like, that, that shit is real. So it's funny because in acting, you know, it's called acting, right? But yeah. it's not acting. Like, you truly have to be authentic in the moment, moment to moment, as you're experiencing and evolving, uh, you know, the scenes are evolving or whatever the case is. And that's kind of uh, how I do it. That's my process. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, you know, just kind of trying to figure out each character each character is different um and so that's why i love this because i get bored very easily so that's why i've been able to last this long in the industry because every every new project is a new adventure yeah. a new process a new experience and that's what keeps me fired up and going you know what i mean basically you have to put yourself in those situations when you're acting right you yeah put, you well, put yourself that, in that situation yeah, well, what, what I, I would happen in that from... situation right Right. And, and in essence, like I have to draw from the emotions or the non-emotions or how I showed up. Right. Yeah. For me to like utilize that and become this character, because all I know is this, the fans, the audience is very sophisticated. Mm -hmm. they, I mean, they, we see movies and TV shows all day, every day. Yeah. So I think that that I want to honor them. I want to honor the production. I want to honor all aspects of this creation for for it to be authentic coming from me because yeah. if it's authentic for me the audience is going to connect to that if i'm not if, they, if i'm fake and i'm and i'm acting in the fucking scene then they're going to see that shit coming a mile away and it's not going to have the impact that the, the scene might have or should have you know what i'm saying so yeah real shit gotta be real Real if shit, I don't yeah. feel it's real, I keep going in until I find it. You know what I'm saying? You, so, have, yeah. you have to make that character believable to the T, man. So people, so see, people can, you know, connect. You already know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is awesome for me yep. because this is like an acting lesson from two. Because I just started acting, yeah. and and to get it from you, and I get it from Citric. Thanks, too, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, dude. To, I'm, I'm like sitting yeah. in a class right now with like two <laughs> two two actors. This is great. Yeah. Damn. Hey, Hey, I David, love it, I love hey, David, so hey, man, we want to thank you for coming through, man, and uh, taking your time and, uh, you know, uh, shout out to your, your your social media stuff, man, so people can find you, man, and, and download the app. 
thank you so much, my brother. First of all, I just got to say thank you so much for having me be on here. I was excited to get on your show, my brother, and happy to well, spend this we were excited. with you guys. I'm just happy to see the bat, the, the backdrop. Like, you're doing it right, <laughs> my brother. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that's all, that. That's all Supersonics uh, here, so, man. <laughs> heck yeah, yeah. Shout out to Supersonics. That's yeah, right. I to that Veronica Bedrosa. I love yeah. it, man. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, brother. You know, uh, honestly, man, for, for me right now, it's just David Fernandez Jr. J-A-R, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can find me there on Instagram, uh, you know, Facebook and all that good stuff. And uh, and I'm just, you know, I, I just, uh, I'm just proud of you guys, man, for doing what you guys are doing. And uh, let's keep shining, baby. Let's keep shining. Yeah, no, all, all day, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so we're going to connect again soon, yeah. man. We're going to work on something soon, bro. But hey, man, thank, you for, good, brother. thank you for coming through. Wait, bro. We got to go have fun on set, bro. Let's exactly, go. <laughs> man. Exactly. Hey, I want to dive into more comedy, so I can't wait to where we get to some comedy, brother. Yeah, hey, let's do something, man. We got some projects that we're working on, man, so we're going to get you definitely in let's there, go. man. Man, appreciate uh, you, bro. Appreciate you. In, bro. That would be awesome, man. Heck yeah. Heck awesome. Yeah. Make sure you guys go to earn your, I'm sorry, earnyourlifemovement.com. Yeah. Download that app. It will change your life. It, it will. definitely has for me. David, thank you so right. much, buddy. Thank you, David. <laughs> thank you so much, you guys. Mad love, man. Thank you so much. Likewise, yeah. bro. Likewise. All right. Yeah. Man, what an interview with David Fernandez Jr. You have right. seen him on absolutely everything, including starting in uh, December. Well, actually, it's this week. He's this gonna be uh it's gonna be it's gonna on Netflix. Yeah. December fourth. Yeah, can't wait for so that. I'm, That's... I'm looking forward to that, man. So I think I better update my subscription. <laughs> no, I'm just keep gonna... using mine, bro. Okay, use <laughs> you can use mine, bro. Hey, it's right, all right. good. Make sure you get his password <laughs> before we leave. <laughs> so once again, David Fernandez Jr. on Instagram and earnyourlifemovement.com. I'm telling you, man, yeah, like Phil said, that that uh, that app will change your life. A lot of positivity on there. Definitely. Cedric, let's take a break. We'll be right back with more of the Big Cedric Show right after this. That's right, and we back. The Big Cedric Show, Big Cedric, Phil Medina. That was a dope, dope interview with uh, David Fernandez Jr. Dude, it was really fun. It was... was, uh, He's a positive dude, man. I love being around him. Super positive. He's like one of those guys. See, if you don't like being around a positive person, which being Latino... We run into that a lot. It's like, man, you think you're fuck, dude. You're too full of fucking positivity, bro. Is it always sunshine and lollipops up your asshole, bro? Like, god so, damn, hey, dude. So, some people just don't like positivity. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it either, bro. I mean, there's, I mean, there, you know, there's a balance in life. You know, there's right. negative and there's positive regarding. But they say that, you know, too much positivity is not good, but too much negativity obviously is not good. But hey, man, you gotta love being around positive people, man. I know. We, we we all go through shit every day. There's always something you know something going on. But if you kind of brush it off and you start thinking positive th- thoughts, positive things happen. Well, not every day has to be a mamada, bro. Exactly. <laughs> it can be that's okay what, too. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like you know, you if you think positive thoughts, you know, positive things happen. Positive things happen. It's funny because we worked it, it with David in a town uh, as we were doing a comedy show that he set up. It was I like swear. it was so funny. Only like eleven people were there. I we got. About that. Dude, we got paid an astronomical amount of money for like eleven people to show up, yeah, no, and felt, they were just—I I felt bad, but it, but it felt good too at the same time. The yeah, pocket. dude, it was fun, dude. It was um, it was—it's a funny story. What town was that in, though? We were in uh, no, it wasn't Calexico. It was uh, I think uh, 
Guys, Brawley, let's see. Was it Brawley? Brawley. Brawley. There it is. Brawley. Maybe, Brawley. Like, maybe like 20, 15, 20 minutes from the borderline of Mexicali. Yeah, bro. It fucking sucked. So <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're in this town. And it was of, cold. Bro, it was hot in the daytime. And cold at night. And fucking freezing <laughs> at night. It was one of the first times you'd ever been on stage. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing you open up. Now, remember, all these people that are there, they're doctors. Everybody there was a doctor. They were there to see. It was myself, uh, Andre Covington, Aurelio Bocanegra, Joey Medina. Yep. Those were the four comics. You and David were the celebrity guests. Special guests, yeah. And um, who the hell hosted it? Uh, was Aurelio the host? Was uh, I think, uh, man, I can't remember. I, th- I don't know. I can't remember. I think Aurelio was the host. I think he might have been the host. Well, yeah. regardless. <laughs> so what, what happened was uh, it was the first time you're ever on stage. Now, <laughs> let me back up just a second because I tell my stories at the, the middle, the beginning, and then the end. So we get there. Now, I have got a horrible back injury at this point. I can't barely I wipe my ass, yeah. dude. It hurts so bad, dude. I couldn't walk. I couldn't sit. It was a nightmare. So now we're in the hotel. We're sharing a room. We had you reclined the whole way over. Yeah, the whole way there, dude. And just like, dude, don't touch me. I can't move. I think I ended up sitting in the back at one point because it just felt better. Yeah. That's where I was taking your head and putting it on Burt Reynolds' body. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Smokey's for sure. With the hairy chest. Yeah, dude, on the bear rug with your pito. <laughs> so, so, so what happened was... um. We get to the hotel room and it's fucking cold outside. But my friend here, he likes the air conditioner on no matter what. I'm a polar bear nugget. Bro, yes, you are, sir. So here's what happened. I, I'm in bed. He's in bed. Not in the same bed. But yeah, we gotta clarify that. Yeah, it was two, it was two queens. It was two queens in the same room. Yeah, man. So, so what happened was. Oh, Our engineer is losing his fucking mind over there. That is awesome. So now we're two queens, our two queen beds, and we're we're laying there, and we're just like, "What do you think about?" No. So, so we're laying there, and we're pillow I'm, talking. Yeah, we're pillow talking, and all of a sudden I hear Cedric. I'm like, "Okay, he's asleep. That's good." And so I go to sleep. Now I can't fucking move, right, dude? I am like a turtle at this point, okay? And all of a sudden, dude. I fucking, in my sleep, I kicked off the blankets. They're on the floor. Now, since they're on the floor, I can't get out of the bed to get them. Because if I get out of the bed to get them, I already knew. To get on out of the bed, I had to get on the floor first. Then, like, crawl up the wall because my back is fucked. So I'm he's snoring up a storm. It's like six degrees in the oh, fucking room. The air conditioner's <laughs> blowing hard. And as a matter of fact, he you actually fucking got up and lowered it even more, dude. And I was like, I was like, this is the first time I've ever shared a room with this guy. We know each other, but we don't know each other. And I'm like, <laughs> I said, I in my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, really? <laughs> Like, you already see me not wearing a blanket. So I don't have a blanket on. He thinks I'm hot. So he turns it way down now. And he's over there all snuggled up and shit. All Burt Reynolds just. So I'm like, fucking guy. In the morning, I wake up and I'm not in a good mood, right? So I get up and and, and he goes, he goes, yeah, doggy. How'd you sleep? And I looked at him like. 
It's fucking cold in here, bro. That's how I slept. It was cold. I kicked my blanket off. He goes, why don't you wake me, Doug? I would have got it for you. I'm like, ah, I can't be mad at this guy. He's too sweet. So we're at the comedy show now. Now we did middle, beginning. Now we're coming to the end. We're at the comedy show. He's never really done stand-up at this point. But he gets on the stage. And he and now these are 11 doctors. Maybe, okay, I'm sorry, six doctors and their spouses. He gets on the stage. And he grabs the mic out of Aurelio's hand. Like, give me that shit. And he says, what's up, motherfuckers? I thought I was at a hip-hop show for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> got, you I weren't. Got, I, got, I got a flashback. Dude, I was like, oh. dude, they were like, what the fuck are we at right now? And he goes, y'all motherfuckers better not fall in the fire. I was like, what in the hell is going on? They had, they had uh, fire pits. Yeah. And I almost fell in one of those. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was oh my God. Under, I was walking, looking down when I see when the next thing I know, it was right in front of me. So I was trying to warn the audience, hey, be careful with those fire pits or you'll be fucked. Yeah. You're going to fall in one of those. And they took you so literal. <laughs> and they were so scared. They like, I remember it one by one got up to go lock their car because they're like, <laughs> when he gets off stage, he's going to rob us. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what to think of me. <laughs> Dude, it was that. And, but it ended up being one of the funnest uh, out of fun is not a word. It was one of the most amazing times that I'd ever had doing stand up. Not just because of the paycheck, but because of the 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 fun. We I think it was at that wanna, moment you and I became like really we became really good friends. I helped you audition for a role that you got. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, thank I did. You, man. Well, it was, it was two it, years ago. It was good time. You had man. that whole time to say thank you. <laughs> I think I did. No, no you down? Just kidding. <laughs> But, Let me but, go back and check my text. <laughs> yeah, right here, motherfucker. Right here. Stop your crying. I save all my texts, <laughs> So no, it was one of the it was one of the most amazing times we ever had. Yeah, it no, was it was good times. Super man. fun. And you and I got like hella cool after that. Yeah, and we even met a pet goat. Dude, I was Remember? trying to I was trying to get that thing in the car. <laughs> Yeah. I want to take it home with yeah, us. Yeah, we, we ran into a, a, a family that we, they were outside. They had a goat. They were petting. They were like, oh, shit. We thought it was a petting zoo or something. Turns out it was a family goat. It was. So we got off. And Phil was trying to take it in the car and bring it back, <laughs> back to L.A. with us. But the family was like, no, 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 no. no, 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 that's, no, our, no that's our, that's that's our member of the family. Goal. You know that goat? <laughs> that goat thought for sure. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He saw us? Yeah. He put the virria for sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he saw these fools are going to eat me for sure. Yeah, and it's going down. It's going down just like this. Honestly, I would have ate that motherfucker. Whoa, bro. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you ever had virria? Yeah, that goat, was really goat, good. I mean, there's two types of virria. The goat. A lot of people don't like goat because they say it stinks. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, he stinks because he lives in the woods or whatever. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But, hey. Virio, the, the chivo was good. Bro, uh, my grandpa cooked a goat in a pit one time, and they left the head in the refrigerator. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> I was six. You were traumatized? Trauma I, will, I, I, I don't like the way goat tastes, honestly. It doesn't smell bad. Goat and sheep suck. But with that being said. I brother, love sheep. Not not for those kind of reasons. They're like hillbilly shit. No. Well, goddamn, yeah, buddy. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I ain't trying to fuck sheep. No, nothing like that. You know? But it does taste good. Have you ever had rack of lamb? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's we're going to have to say that for another episode, sir. Mary, I don't think we can get into that right now. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. I can't run. <laughs> but... Brother, it was an amazing hey, episode. Thank you so hey, much, uh, man. Thank you for being a part of it again. Of you? course, bro. Hey, guys, make you know? sure you guys go to Instagram. Follow David Fernandez yeah. Jr. Also, 
Follow Big Citric on Instagram. And Comic Phil Medina on Instagram. Oh, we're like yeah. Laverne and Shirley, but fat. Yeah, BFFs. BFFs. Big fat friends. There you go. Or big fat fucks, whatever you want to do. Big fat fucks. Oh, don't forget, don't forget, earnyourlifemovement.com to download David's app. Yeah. Because this world needs more positivity, man. I agree. You know, less sheep, more positivity. Less. What's up, motherfucker? No, you better do that every episode. That is so awesome. Yeah, don't worry. So on that note, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, catch the next episode. We'll see you soon. See you guys next week.